Welcome, everybody, to the Unassisted Slapshot Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Biggie, alongside with me, Devin, the great one, Leech. And uh, <laughs> I like it, right? Uh, we're missing yeah. uh, Nick Rhodes, unfortunately. He lost his balls along the way when the Lightning lost last night. So <laughs> we're going to go, uh, we're gonna go old school today. Ouch. I never got to do that before. So, um, so yeah, welcome, everybody. It's our, se- it's our second episode. I'm really excited to be here. Uh, we got a good show for you today. Uh, we're actually going to go over both Eastern or the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, and we're uh, we're going to talk about semifinals, the semifinals, Biggie, the semi, the semifinals. Semi. Oh yeah, I mean, NHL, I you know how they sports. are. Yeah, stupid. <laughs> it's only um, this year, and then next year it goes back to the West Coast, East Coast. It's where it should be, <laughs> but yeah. we're we're going to talk about the semi conference finals, and uh, and we're also going to talk a little refereeing and the lack thereof. Um, so. Yeah. Devin, how's uh, are you ready to go? All right, what do you want to talk about first? Should we talk about the game let's, that's being played right now? Let's uh, let's talk about that, that active game that I have no idea what the score is right now. It's Vegas versus Montreal. Um, can you say stunned? Because I am, I'm not I'm gonna lie. Not. I predicted Vegas in, or uh, Montreal in seven, you wow. picked Vegas in five, so it. It's astonishing. I'll be honest with you. That Montreal is on this crazy run right now. Um, it kind of reminds me of the Lightning run in 2011. It, honestly, it, they're, it, I think they're way ahead of their time here still. But they could t- they have a hot goalie. Can you? We all know. I mean, NHL. Like you know, eight seeds can can do anything in this league. I mean, you know, yeah. that's that's definitely something we've seen in the past. But I mean. But before the playoffs started, did you really think Montreal was even going to make it out of the first round? I mean, come on. No, no. I, I honestly, I had them getting swept by Toronto. I thought Toronto. <laughs> I thought this was the. I thought this is the year that Toronto finally exercises the demons and moves on to the next round, and and then just Toronto just imploded right in front of our eyes. Like, you know, like at what point is it not the coach and it's the players in Toronto? Yeah. Which I mean, we'll have plenty of time to talk about that. But as we sit right now, I mean, it is Thursday night at nine thirty. It is one one in the second, about midway through, about like eleven minutes. Um, so Montreal and Vegas are tied up right now, one one. And the goals came from. Let me pull them up for you. Sorry, I I was I I missed the beginning part of it, and that's kind of they both they both scored like within the first five minutes of the game. So. Um, oh, first, okay. first, yeah, first goal was at the, actually, no, they weren't there. They weren't that super early in the game. They're actually at the end of the first period. First goal came from, uh, let me pull up uh, Smith. I don't know his actual name cause I don't follow Vegas, but, uh, <laughs> uh, Smith scored his goal with a uh, Theodore and Carlson with the assist on that one. And then Shea Weber had an unassisted power play. Oh hey, unassisted. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so, he went the yeah, unassisted I, slap shot. For yeah, what I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, um, so it's tied up one one, and looks like both goalies. Uh, you got uh, Liner or Leonard. Uh, save. Uh, he's so far as it sits right now. He saved uh, fifteen of sixteen shots, and Mister Carey Price on the other side is fifteen of sixteen also. Yeah, yeah, Carey Price. He's he's been there before. I mean, this is this is one of his best performances of all time. I mean, you, I mean, you definitely got to give him credit. He's the main he's the main reason they're winning these games, right? I mean, 
it's hard to not say that. I mean, so like, let's be real. Like Shea Weber is probably one of the better defensemen in the league. He's just old. <laughs> um, so He's like been this is a while, yeah. yeah. So he, he, so they, they have really good defense, but they don't, it's their offense. They're not, they're like, they're lacking. And it's crazy is the guy that's like a huge component of, uh, of Montreal was drafted by Vegas uh, like three years ago. <laughs> Suzuki was drafted at the 13th overall pick like three years ago, and they traded him for Max Pacioretty, and then here he is just killing them. <laughs> yeah, we, we knew there was going to be a little bit of a revenge going back and forth because there were so many players from the other team going back and forth. But if you had to, if you watching this series so far, if you had to pick one person besides Carey Price, obviously, but. Is there one person that's really standing out to you this series? It's like he's controlling the series. Uh, I mean, you could go both ways. Like, uh, it, it's tough because on both sides of it, you can be like, I, I think it's really the goalies that are, are dictating the, how these games are going. Um, yeah. I mean, it. Well, so we'll talk about. It. I want to get to the bad officiating because it, it goes to the series. But there's penalties that should be called typically are called are not being called right now and that's that's playing effect into it so the power play is not as much of a factor as it should be which is crazy so and that yeah. and i think that's also what's playing effect into it so there's a lot more five on five hockey being played in these games yeah it's a little bit different like it's not like basketball where like if you let them play and let them play their game like it's, it's just like a regular game and hockey like you're taking away a portion of the game with power plays like letting them play is one thing but um yeah, I mean, do you think do you think it's a good thing they're letting them play, or do you think these calls need to start being made? Here, in my, this is and this is my biggest problem. Okay, so power play, right, is is a key component of this game. There's, you know, there's three plays, there's, there's three portions of a game. Well, technically four, right? There's offense, defense, goalie, and power play. Yeah. Right. That that's it's always been that way. It always be that way. There's nothing will change from that. You know, lately you can add speed into that factor. That that's a, I mean, obviously we talk about the lightning when we get to that game about the the hell they like just dismantled New York in game five and they just used their speed to just outplay them. But but if you take away the power play, some of the teams that is that's how they generate their offense and stuff like that. So you're taking away that a key power play. I mean, now you're talking about like, I know I'm kind of going right into it already, but you're talking about the, so the bad officiating. So the last time, um, they, I don't know Montreal just scored as, as we're talking to you right now. Oh my um, goodness gracious. Yes. Uh, it was a crazy goal. And I think it was Suzuki <laughs> to be honest with you. Man, um, you just set him up. Uh, we should get the assist for that. One. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, no, it's my X factor. Coffee or Kofley, I think oh, it is. Wow. Yeah, yeah, man, it's crazy. Um, like I was saying, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. I was just like, oh my god, it was a bad turnover <laughs> by Vegas. Uh, but all right, so in the last two postseasons that weren't in a bubble, right? So 2019 and this year, they're yeah. the two lowest. They have the two lowest penalty minutes per team per game in the last 30 years, which wow. are which in 2019 was eight minutes, and this year it's at nine minutes. That's in, insane. Yeah, and it's not. And you can't really I do have a, that to the players. I mean, that's, yeah. that's the players I mean, aren't just getting more clean. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and they're just letting them play. So now you're having situations like this now, where all right. So I'm going to go over. These are just some cliff notes that I've gathered from a couple of different websites. Um, so these are, these are calls that were missed, right? And mind you, I'm a Lightning fan, so I am calling out the Lightning. So the uh, the Lightning scored a goal with seven players on the ice. All right. 
that same game, Brandon yeah. Point was he was cross checked into a goalie, which he was called for. He was called for goalie interference in that game when it should have been uh, really yeah. cross checking. We all know about that one by, by Pellick, right? Yeah. Connor McDavid. Now this is the big one. So Connor McDavid hasn't played since round one, right? I think they lost in like five games or four games. Yeah. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was four games. I think yeah. I think that's what. Um, Connor McDavid got fouled more than thirty times in four games without getting a penalty. Think about that. Thirty times in four games. At least. At that's least thirty times. Without Seven being and a half times a game, it wasn't this called. Is, this is the guy that you would probably say is is probably like the face of the NHL, right? Or yeah. like the future, you could say. I mean, he's young and like, and you're letting and as as a as an organization of a, or a business of the NHL, you're allowing this guy to just get hacked at, hit, punch, kicked. Yeah, kicked is a, a you know outrageous, but you know what I mean. <laughs> that more than thirty times in a four game yeah. period. So you're talking about. And and what two hundred and forty minutes? This dude's being being attacked, you know, by 30, 30 times or more. But he's being he's being cross checked. He's being slashed, tripped. What is it? I mean, that, you know, that's not it. And then you have Joel Edmondson of the Canadians. Uh, he he pretty much just destroyed William Carrier into the boards with a cross check to to his neck, and they didn't call it to his neck. The referee was staring at the play. Staring at the play, didn't see it. That's so, and, but here's another one. This is a, uh, I think this is earlier in the series, which you've probably seen this one. Nick Suzuki got punched in the face, literally punched in his face. No one called it. And then there's the last one. This one was, was just, uh, everyone say, uh, Chris Perry or Corey Perry. I forgot. There was two of them. Got he got hit with the face with a stick. They didn't call it. His nose was bleeding. He was bleeding all over the ice. They didn't call a penalty. Jesus. Like, I it's mean, not, at what point? It's not even blood, not even blood getting you fouled. So, so, and, then, and then you talk about game six with Tampa where they lost 3-2 in overtime, which, I mean, that Tampa, Tampa it, it's not that Islanders won that game. Tampa lost that game, which is, I know, it's like that, that Booger McFarland analysis right there. But <laughs> t- Tampa, Tampa went to prevent defense, and they lost that game. Plain and simple. If they would have, they would have I, I, I was saying that during the game. I was, I was telling, uh, telling Joseph. He was, uh, we were looking. And I was like, you know, Tampa Bay's best offense or, or best defense is keeping it in the other team's zone. Like that's what you guys are known for is keeping the puck in the other team's zone and getting all those shots and opportunities, and that keeps it in turn away from the other team getting into your zone. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, it just seemed like they didn't, they couldn't clear it well. They couldn't get into the other zone very much. They didn't get a lot of shots on goal at all. Um, I mean, and once again, in that game, in that game, the biggest play of that, the biggest moment of that game was two minutes in when Kucherov was cross-checked from behind and he never came back out from that game. Right in front of the ref, too. Right in front of the ref, too. That's the crazy part. So so my question now, I guess, just to the NHL, not to maybe to you, too, is do you think the NHL – do you think the NHL is telling them to be more lax in the playoffs because they know that if, if teams get physical, the power play is not – it doesn't decide games as much and that this this in relation will make series go longer and maybe that is why Montreal is on the, on that crazy run like that. Yeah, I mean, the only, the only thing is, is like, like, you, like you just mentioned, Connor McDavid getting seven and a half fouls not called per game on average so far. And he only played one series, let alone – we don't know how, how that would have went, but my problem with it is, is like, 
in, in hockey, it's okay to be physical once in a while, but that's just such so egregious not to call that many calls. You're not allowing McDavid to actually be the talent he really is. And that's and that's not fair to him. That's not fair to the fans not being able to see his skills and, and mm-hmm. being able to see him skate around and, and and do the magnificent things he's capable of because they're just basically picking goons to beat him up. Yeah. I, I don't think that's right. Do you? I, I don't at all. I think I, I I'm very I I'm very against it. I think that the power play is such a key component of playoff hockey. And you're you're taking that away from us. Yeah, I completely. Agree. And and on top of that, by them calling the power play, I, I, calling some, at least some of those penalties, it prevents from more penalties to be happening. Once somebody gets away with one, what's going to happen next? They're going to go for another. They're going to go for it, and they're going to keep putting their hand in the cookie jar until they're finally caught. And look, it sounds like they're never being caught in the first place. I'm looking it up right now. I want to see what the Edmonton Oilers' power play percentage was this year, because. Oh, here you go. So you're talking about they were they were he was fouled 30 times, right? We'll just yeah. say he was fouled 30 times. So so let's say they went on the power play 30 times. There was a good chance they were scoring on a quarter of those. They were 27.6% on the power play. So eight more goals would have come could have come up from that series and could have made Drunk, a difference. When it, if, who knows if Montreal makes it? We could be saying oil the Oilers and in Vegas right now and no offense to Montreal I love Montreal because it just it's a story franchise it's like the Yankees right being in the World Series it it, it you need that but I, I'm more excited about seeing the Oilers and McDavid in there than Suzuki <laughs> I mean I, I know and like I said that's what makes hockey so great is that there's so many different there's so many different teams. Like, uh, let's go. I got this one. All right. So, obviously, I'm a Lightning fan. Everyone knows I'm a Lightning fan. Back in 2004, the Lightning played the Calgary Flames. So, Calgary Flames were an eight seed, by the way. I don't know if you knew that or not. That. Barely, did, barely yeah. got in that. They beat the one seed to get – these are the teams who beat the finals. They beat a one seed team. They beat a two seed. And they beat a three seed to get to the finals. Yeah. Well, they had one of the best stars back then, too. They had Jerome yeah. McGinley back then. They had Jerome McGinley. And they had Mika, top, Kipper, and Mika Kippersoff. Kipper yeah, got, got so Mika. hot. So it's just, yeah. it's and, just, and the Lightning had their fair, you know, Vinny and, and St. Louis. Like there was star power back in that finals. Like there were, there were pretty solid stars all around in that finals. Well, you got to think, I mean, like St. Louis, Brad Richards, and Vincent LeCavier were all young, young guys true. back then. They were, like, that was a young core. That just should just show you how many people have like, how many like they they were young? Vincent Kevin was twenty four. He never went back to the the finals. Never. That's insane. Insane. So. Um, yeah, it just it blow, it blows my mind because now you think about it, like it could be the Islanders or the Lightning, whoever wins, you know, Game Seven, and then it could possibly be Montreal now, now that they're winning. And what stars do you know that are coming out of it besides maybe Carey Price and Vasilevsky? And I mean, you obviously know the Lightning because that's your team, but. I'm a fair weather fan who doesn't really know the lightning that much. How many stars are there really appealing to him? I mean, Hedman uh, points are coming across now. Kucherov might not even play. Like what star power are you getting now? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, with the light, the lightning are loaded with talent. Obviously we know that, but I mean, this, this is, okay. So this is where I'm at with it is. So the Islanders play really good defense, right? On that side. Yeah. 
but they might have the line they have a top 10 power play right so you're taking the power play out of out of their hands i mean you saw in game five when when you gave the lightning that power play they're explosively dangerous and they change and they, they changed the series and and they saw it in the florida series of how much the power play changed and it just seemed since that florida series that tampa is getting less and less power plays as we go on so all right great insight Devin. great insight uh give us a few minutes we will uh, let you hear from our sponsors now we're gonna bring in our special guest in just a few minutes Welcome back, everybody. We're back to the Unassisted Slapshot podcast. We're bringing in our uh, one of our newest members that's going to be on the show consistently as well, Joseph Bartman. How's it going, Joe? I'm all right. How you doing? Good, Joe! Good, good, good. What's up, man? Uh, me, and, uh, me and Devin have been uh, talking about Vegas and Montreal, but we're going to bring up your guys' favorite team. We're going to go into the Lightning uh, Islanders series. Because, Ooh, no, uh, because I'm, I'm pretty sure you're excited about last night's game, right? Oh, my God. God, hey, we, we lost that game. They didn't win that game. We lost that game. Terrible from the jump. They had a little spurt in the game, and they were completely dominated the third period. Man, you yeah. can't play like that and expect to win hockey games. You see, this team is on edge because it could be their last game in their arena. The fans are into it, and you you get a two nothing lead and you blow it. Like, come on, man. You, you can't expect to win games like that. You, you know You're what it was? Is that You're cursing so much, well, and I really yeah, no, I can hear. I can hear. It's so great. Um, <laughs> good job. No, you know what? You know what it is, though, is and I and they they're a victim of their own success because they've done that game like six times now, where they they get the two goals and they just shut down the opposition. Well, this time, freaking New York was ready for it and they just attacked. That's Barry Trotz's coaching for you, man. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Do it adjusts really well. I mean, game five was just an abnormality. I mean, they kind of just played terrible. I mean, Lightning that, played that, close to the wall. The Oscars played terrible, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, uh, that was some showing last night. And the overtime goal, I mean, that was all. That was, I mean, not terrible on Hedman's part, but not exactly the best pass in the world, obviously. Uh, do you, I mean, is that more Hedman's failure, or is that the Islanders gaining? That's that's uh, that's, that's like defense collapsing terribly. That's exactly what that goal was, and they'll admit that to you. Like, if you listen to the press conference last night, you know that that was their fault. It wasn't, you know, I mean, the way they made it seem like, yeah, the Islanders are a great team. I heard Stamco say all his, you know, rah rah BS, but at the end of the day, you could tell in the tone of voice that it was just. All right, we did it. It was our fault. We yeah, collected the scene down. I do, I do have a uh, quote from Victor Hedman that I heard in the press conference last night that it was the only one that really stuck out to me because, you know, anyone that knows Victor Hedman, he's, he's pretty much a robot when he's in front of a mic. So like this, this, is, this is what he said, and this, this didn't sound like his typical robot sound. He said, we're going to go out there and battle, and we're going to have the best game of the year. So to me, that right there, that says he's pissed off because that, that's not Hedman – Types of press conference. He's like, oh yeah, we played a good night, you know. And, He's more and generic, and this time he got a little more out. out yeah, there, there's there's a, there's a little emotion in that. Right I don't there. like. Yeah. I, honestly, even in my opinion, I don't like that because it shows that it's getting to them, and they could be very tense tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 the fans are going to be. I mean, I, I'm I'm going to be real with you, Joe. I'm getting PTSD real bad right now. Uh, <laughs> 18's, 18's coming back in. 
I got the the Penguins is coming in. The the, the Washington Capitals and Barry Trotz. Got uh, what was the other one? Uh, the the Boston Bruins. I mean, I'm getting real bad PTSD. I mean, <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's the better teams should win the series. And right now, the Lightning are on paper they're the better team, but the way they played last night, and if you don't have Cooch in the lineup, that's a recipe for disaster tomorrow. Yeah. But, so you know, let me ask. Let me ask you guys this, Devin. I'll ask you first. Do you do you think and that poor play had anything to do with being in New York? Like, did they play well in New York at all this series so far? Yes. Uh, game four. The Lightning right. played game well. three. I game three. The, I thought the Lightning played well in game in game three. Actually, they weren't even terrible in game four when they lost. This the that, thing I about last night's game though is. You're playing short a player from the jump. I mean, Cooch was lost early in the first period. So you're playing down a guy. You have dudes double shifting. Plus, you lost uh, you lost a defenseman for part of the game as well. Yeah, they. You know, and can I say can I say poor TJ? Because man, TJ was getting tossed around like a rag doll last night. That's like no just plain and simple, bro. He was he was trying to take these hits, and they were bla- it was like you're playing football with the little kids, man. You're just you're just blasting them across the field or across the ice. Every time I looked up, man, there's Tyler Johnson getting tossed across the boards. Like, like I mean, he stood up and he took the hits, but man, he was getting beat up bad last night, and it it just the whole series, man. It had. Just the way they they went out and just started hitting the lightning reminded me of that Washington Capitals uh, Eastern Conference Finals where they just could, they came out and they just started hitting us when we were up three two. Well, what about the Colum- what about the Columbus series too? Because I mean, you guys, that, but Columbus guys did lost. it from the jump. Columbus yeah, they, came they, out they and they just, you. and that's yeah. why Tampa went out and got they went out and got guys that can protect their players. Where yeah, but... they're, they're not protecting them right now. Maroon's scared to fight. You know, he's 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 just he's just trying to goat them into fight, and he's scared to fight a guy. I mean, like, yeah, you could say he fought a guy in like game two or whatever, but they just it was more than just you know pushing each other around. There was no really fighting. You need you need a guy that if you're if you're star player, right? I mean, we could say Kucherov and Brandon Points are probably the the top two, right? And then it's Stamkos and them, but like, those two guys are getting hit consistently. By the other team's goons, you need to step up and and let them know that it, that's not going to fly. But that's that that line. It should be Coleman. It should be Maroon. Both getting in there and scrapping. Uh-huh. There's no reason that Stamco should be the one getting you know into the scrums at the end of the period. Yeah, that's yeah. not his game. That's not that, his game. I yeah. realize he's captain, but that's not his game. That's what Maroon's there for. That's what Coleman's there for. Gord is feisty like that. Those are the kind of guys that need to do it. Now I'm sure Cooper's telling them not to take dumb penalties. Don't you know? Don't mess up. Don't get off the ice for fighting. I get that, but you still got to step up for your players. Isn't this yeah. why they traded for Coleman though? Like they 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 traded for didn't they trade for him? And and yeah. that's what the whole point of bringing him in was was to kind of bring a bigger guy in to kind of defend the other guys. Yeah, Col- Coleman's a gritty player. Um, they also they they acquired Goudreau for that same reason is that these guys are gritty players and that they'll get under team skins. But that's why they brought Maroon in is that so they were no longer pushed around. 
that he could protect the players. And then, then obviously Yanni Gord is there. He's a smaller guy, but he he'll fight anybody. I think yeah, I saw was, him. I, I, I was saying, I think he almost fought Chara a couple of years ago. So the dude's not scared of anybody. So he's the only lightning player in that. And that's that Eastern conference final series uh, against Washington that stood up to Tom Wilson. He, he literally looked Tom Wilson in the face and said, I'll fight you. I know I'll lose. I'll fight you though. So, so, so are we gonna are we gonna put? Because me and Joseph actually talked about this last night. Me personally, I remember when Sidney Crosby started standing up to guys and started fighting a little bit, and he kind of fell off a little bit that year. Like he started, mm-hmm. you know, he couldn't keep up with it, and the star players again shouldn't be fighting. Joe, is it is it Kucherov's fault a little bit that he got into that fight and, and during last night's game and got injured? Well, he didn't I see mean, the hit. He took. So what happened? So apparently he took the cross check to the hip, but he made things worse on himself by trying to go after Barzal on that hit. He took the brunt of that hit, which made it worse. So he kind of did it to himself. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I know. I know you said. Well, I know you mentioned last night. He's kind of a hothead, and and, and he, he does try to take things into his own hands. But and, and, this... and that's something that again, your star player shouldn't be doing. So that's kind of on him now. But right. this goes back to the Islanders too, though. Is Barzell shouldn't be the guy that's trying to fire up the troops when you're down six nothing. No, and that was a dumb, that was a dumb penalty he took, and he's lucky he didn't get a suspension. I'm, and, I'm and, glad you mentioned that actually because that that was what I was gonna. Oh, what are you gonna say, Devin? I'm sorry. I no, that's what I was gonna say, and I said I believe that's why a lot of the like Mayfield was delivering a lot of cheap hits, and I think they they're like, oh well, we're only gonna get a five thousand dollar fine. We, we can do that. We, they're not penalizing us right now. And I mean, let's go back to the officiating. And I think that's a lot of what you're seeing right now is that they saw Barzell didn't get suspended for, for pretty much just blasting the guy in the face of the stick, whether it's accidental or not, like they said it was, you know. Do you, do you, do you guys think that I, – I, I think I both know where you guys stand on this, but let's let the fans know. Do you guys both think Barzell should have been suspended? No. I'm 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 still fifty fifty on it. The the fan side of me wanted him to suspended. Um but the non biased <laughs> slap shot, you know, unassisted slap shot analysis, whatever. Uh no, he he get what well, he missed the he missed twenty minutes of a game. I mean he it didn't really matter. Um he got he got fined and he got a game misconduct. So I mean but yeah, I, I would have loved to see him suspended, but I mean I don't know. I, I just, okay. oh, it's just, it's just that. It, it goes, but it goes back to like he's saying Kucherov is a hothead because if you go back to uh, Colum- the Columbus series, he freaking he, he hit the guy's head against the boards and got suspended for the fourth game, I think it was, or yeah. game three, something like that. So, yeah, it's yeah. not the first time he's gone. You know, he's been he's been hot headed and doing that. So I mean, it's definitely he's got a track it, record of it. It sounds if like if that Barzell hit happened in the third, if that happened in the third period, he would have got suspended. I don't I think so. I, the reason I say that is that he you can't give a guy a game at the end of the third period if you would if they would have happened like say live in the game and that would have happened. He probably it's, I'm thinking it's possible he could have got suspended because from everything I was reading is that they were tossed up on suspending him or not, and then they they decided that because of his track record. It wasn't suspended, so and that it had no effect on the game. And that's what I don't think. Regardless of when it happened, it would have been suspended. Only thing I will say: usually, if it happens with less than five minutes left in the game, that's where you'll see more of the suspensions happening. So you know, and the, the time it will happen. I mean, 
I, I believe that the clock ran out in the second period. Yeah, but... especially, if you're, especially if you're down 8 nothing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> then it's kind of like, oh, I might as well just take a shot, then this game's over. Like, you, you want to kind of prevent that. Yeah, it was 6 nothing at the time. What the hell? You're, you mean yeah. your game? You want to finish tonight? Send the message. And he sent the message clearly. I mean, he paid the price for it for the game, but he, you know, he sparked this truth for the next game. You can't say he didn't. I know they they had a sigh of relief when they found out he wasn't suspended. Oh yeah. Well, they toughened up a little bit after that hit that he put too. So, do, so question now is, do you think that hit was worth it? Like that was that's something like that was a smart move by Barzell now. No, smart. I still wasn't smart. I was. I, I was say smart. No, you if, can't. If, if, if wait a minute, if if you if you you got a penalty like that in in the in a game that you completely out of, and you know it's going to fire up your team to, to muscle up the next game and win the next game, you don't think it's worth it? But it, nope. it, it didn't really muscle them up. They fell down two nothing. It, it they they came out. It just they it, they didn't really muscle them up. It just took. It took them finally getting a goal past Vasilevsky to realize that. Oh, okay, because for for a while there, they they were Vasilevsky was in their head because we, the Lightning scored eleven straight goals on them. Well, oh, <laughs> so so that, so that well, bar is sorry. out. It didn't have anything to do with the next game then. It it, it shouldn't. I mean, the Barzell hit. In a way, it it didn't help the team, but it caused it caused issues that in the series where, like I said earlier, is that players now. We're cross-checking, knowing that they're not going to get suspended, because no one on the Islanders has a history of being a dirty player. Okay. All right. Well, the big question is: is who's going to win tomorrow? Well, let's uh, let's start with you, Joe. Who do you think's going to pull it off tomorrow in Game Seven? I think the Lightning win three to nothing. Three to nothing. Three nothing. So Batsy's going to pitch the shutout and get big game, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Not just that. I think two of the goals are empty netters too. Oh, oh I like so it's going to be close, and then they're going to end. Okay, yeah, because you know, because it's game seven, so they're down one. You're going to see them pull the goaltender with more than five minutes left, probably. And I just have oh, a yeah, feeling desperation. Yeah, I, I just have a feeling somebody's going to make a clutch play and score, and then they're going to have to do it again, and that's it. I love it. That's a good analysis right there. I like that's it, just... Devin. What do you think? Oh wait, wait. Uh, hold on, hold on. I just think um, the Lightning just have far more firepower, and they come up to play in the biggest spots you've seen. And the Islanders are still—they're just once they're still one. I think they're one step short in terms of like getting to that. You know, they're, like they're an elite goal scorer away. So this is kind of like so the Islanders this year reminds me of the Lightning and. The year we, they lost to the Blue Jackets. I think this is that for them. Yeah. They got to take a heartbreak to, to come back know. next year. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's, well, there's a, term, there's a term that uh, John Cooper uses that I hear. I listen to, obviously, I listen to other podcasts and stuff like that. But uh, the term that John Cooper has used, they used it last year and stuff like that, is, uh, and don't laugh, Biggie, but it's called, uh, he says, embrace embrace the suck and dance in the rain so and which means which which means is oh, when, you're, when you're when you're down you just need to embrace that you're down but when you're winning you're dancing in the rain so gotcha. and that's that and that's bad, what they gotta do so I, I mean it, it's not not too crazy but uh so i have you, the lightning win well, I, yeah. I have the lightning win two nothing with uh 
was point scoring a goal to extend his streak, and then I have Corn with an empty netter at the end. Wow. Look at you guys. Both pitching the shutout to Vassie. You think he's coming through in the clutch, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's, 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 big, he's big game Vassie, man. There's, there's no secret about that. When, when, the, when the stakes are high, the dude shows up. All right. I like so, it. Now, if the question is if the Lightning can stop the outrageous turnovers that they've been having all, all postseason. Then oh, God, yeah. That, that's, that's their biggest problem right now, though. The Lightning of like almost every game they played, they they've beaten themselves. It, is it is it uncharacteristic? I don't I don't know. You guys follow Lightning more than I do, so maybe last year they did the same thing. But it's a little uncharacteristic on how many passes that that they're off on. Like they they've been making now, some bad passes this, this playoff. This right? year, no, that that is common this year, and in years past, so, not so much. Okay, so that's so. just a this year thing. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is. Is that they're they're very lax uh, sometimes with the puck, and that and it came it's it's biting them, biting them in the ass. Sorry, Biggie, but that's right. Well, we yeah, because I saw a lot of turnovers last night, and it was just there was. I mean, there's always. I know you guys say Vasilevsky's gonna pitch the shutout, but there's only so much the guy can do when there's fast breaks. And I mean, granted, uh, that one goal that was uh, who was it? Was it Mayfield? I think who scored it? Yeah, the, the, the that, that he, yeah, that, he didn't have a chance on that one. That wasn't his fault at all. Like, that's a perfect shot. <laughs> yeah, that was, shot's uh, off by a couple inches. It's it's going off the post. Yeah. So. Yeah, that, me, me, me and Joseph were watching it last night, and they, and that was that was perfect. Like, you, you couldn't put a better spot on that, and that kind of sparked him a little bit. So, um, I mean, you guys are the analysts. I'm just the host. What do I know? But I have the Islanders winning 3-2, to two, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you picked them in the article. Don't lie to very us. Very true. Very true. Yeah, I want the lightning in wing. Don't get me wrong. We live here. I'm pulling for the lightning. Completely agree. But I, I just don't know, man. I, I, that Barzell is, is something. And uh, I, I mean, I don't know if they're going to have – I mean, I'm obviously Varlamov is probably going to play a net. But uh, I don't know, man. We'll, we'll see. It's gonna. I think it's going to be a good game. And you're I mean, right. It's going to come down to the third period for sure. Look, yeah, they have Barzell. We have point. Those I I told you guys. I told you in the beginning that those two cancel each other out. All right. So that it's it's who's going to step up out of those two because those two guys are still going to do their thing. They're they're, they're going to get their points and stuff like yeah. that. Um, you know, like Braden Point is on some kind of goal streak right now. By the way, I was gonna. Say, I was about to mention that Joe <laughs> Devin nine goals in a row, nine games in a row with a goal. I I mean that's just unheard of at this point. Um, Joe, let me ask you first. Do you uh, do you think he puts in a tenth tomorrow? Yes, I think he actually gets one of the empty net goals. Nice. Uh, do you, so let me ask you this. Let me just from a, a hockey fan perspective. Well, actually, Devin, do you think he's going to score the night a tenth goal? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see it too. Yeah, I mean that the, they they have no answer for him. They're like if you go back like the other game, they they have two or three guys. They're they're cross checking me in the back, and he's still scoring goals. He's just hot right now. <laughs> he, is, he is doing fantastic. He's very impressive. I mean, uh, let me ask you this though, it, uh, both of you, uh, if you score the empty netter, does it really? I mean, do, do you think that still counts towards the streak? Of course, a goal is a goal. goal. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not like you know Brett Favre laying down for Michael Strahan or something like that. This is that's a it's a goal that just it, 
that kind of puts the game out of reach. You got to realize, look how hard, how much harder you got to work to score with an extra guy on the ice. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah, there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to it, too. It's just, you know, especially with them trying to, their desperation mode. So they're, you know, they're forechecking the hell out of, you know. The, it, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point. Now it's quite the question that that will be remain to see be seen. And I believe Joe, you're going to that game, right? Yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. So the question now will be remain to be seen on this one is: Will the refs impact the game more than usual? Um, I'm sure they will. I'm sure there'll be some really bad blown calls, which normally I don't care because it's the playoffs. But some of these are egregious, man. Like, terrible. How, how does a guy get smacked in the face with a stick and no penalties called? I, that's that's the one that gets me. Bro, that would have been a four-minute power play in a regular season game. Yeah. He's bleeding mm-hmm. and he got hit in the face. Like, Perry got destroyed and there was no call. In a regular season game, that's four minutes and he might get a game misconduct. <laughs> I, You know, I've never seen a player that actually did not – he got – Cross-checked into a goalie, get called on a penalty. I've never seen it once. Now I've seen oh, it twice okay. this postseason. Yep. So twice, Man. maybe twice. That's it happened insane. in the Lightning in the Florida series. You, you know, the, uh, w- watching watching crazy. the game last night, though, I will say, like speaking of power plays, like I I thought the Lightning had it in the bag after they killed that one power play where it's five on three. <laughs> uh, once they killed that and they got out of that, I was like, man, they're, this is their game. They're ready to go. And then they scored on top of it and put it up 2 nothing. I thought for sure that was it. What yeah. What do you guys think changed that, that caused them to, to give up the, the three unanswered goals? They went they went to prevent. They, they, Lightning kind of fell back and the Islanders – up the pressure and you know they played with real hard desperation last night after that and they were getting to every puck it looked like the lightning were a little gassed last night yeah well, it, it, they so the islanders are like the best second period team in all of nhl right they've scored more goals than anybody in the second period and i think they put so much effort into stopping them from scoring that second period that they as joe said they were gassed in that third period you're playing down a dude. There you got guys, guys doubling, mm-hmm. triple shifting. You, you, yeah. you, it's gonna happen. That's the. That's why I think the Lightning have the advantage tomorrow because they'll play with guys who can play the whole game. Maybe, maybe Coach doesn't play. Maybe they, maybe they sit him tomorrow. <laughs> but then you got a fresh body in there who should be able to give you the minutes, and you don't have to double and triple shift dudes. I think that was a big issue last night. Yeah, you get to replace them, right? That's that's gonna be a big help. So if so, Devin, you think that they played prevent a little bit? I mean, I don't hear anybody blaming Cooper for the for the for the loss either. Though, like, does he get some of the blame if they if they kind of got lax on that? I mean, you could blame him, but like I said, I, I when we kind of started talking about, it, I think they're a victim of their own success, um, and that, that's what I go back to is that they've beaten teams two to one before, two nothing, and close out games like that, and that. They just they just thought that that Vassy could stop everything, and then they were just getting goals past Vassy. So, and before 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 they realized that the it, that they were going overtime, the game was already over. Ooh, sorry, so, you're good. I'm watching the game too. <laughs> that was a hell of a is it still two to one right now? It's, no, it's it's two two. Just... Oh, it's they two just... two. Vegas isn't done yet. 
Yeah, Martinez, man. This dude, I'll tell you what, for a defenseman, he's had some clutch goals in his career, man. Yeah, I just saw. I'm a little bit behind because I'm watching on my phone, so I'm, I'm just a tad bit behind. So, so I just saw it's it. two, if it's two two now, then we got a fair we got a fair uh, a fair pick em. Who, Joe? We'll start with you. Who who's winning that game tonight? And is it going to a game seven? No, nah, I think Canadians win it. Wow. Uh, I got okay. I got Ve- I got Vegas winning this one. So. Oh, so we're um, gonna get a game seven out of that one too. I, I think a game seven in Vegas. I think George is just wishful thinking because you want the Lightning to win and have more time to rest. No, no, I'm not <laughs> doing the biggie, the biggie philosophy. I picked, I picked Montreal in seven. So okay. <laughs> he wants the X. Hey, 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 biggie, what did you choose in that game? I'm just, just curious, just asking for the fans. I'm picking Vegas to win. I think I picked them to win it in five, didn't I? <laughs> Yeah. I picked six, so I'm going back on what I picked. But yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure I was, we were all I, wrong on that one. But but we didn't expect. I didn't expect Montreal to be. I, I, I said Montreal on seven. I was confident about Montreal just because they have a really good goalie. Other than yeah. the, that, that soft goal that Carey Price just gave up. But but you yeah. know what? <laughs> this series changed on that flurry giveaway. Yeah. Yeah, that, that that is something that was uh was pretty big was when Flurry gave up that one goal and and kind of left them back in the back in the game and back in the series a little bit. I mean, well, Vegas. It, it's funny yeah. with Flurry though. He is now three. He, uh, what is it? Pittsburgh like gave up on him because they were all in about Matt Murray, and then Matt Murray's no longer there, right? Then last year. They kind of they they said no, you're not our starter anymore. It's it's liner or whatever, or whatever. And then this year, it's like the same thing. Like he's just it. He's a good goalie, and I just you know yeah. So why do they keep giving up on him? Well, you know what though is Ben Bishop used to make like bonehead plays in Eastern Conference Finals. He oh like uh, coming thirty feet out of the net to get a puck that he could have just waited for the guy to get, and he could probably made the save. Um, I've watched that one, and I was just like, they didn't, they didn't bench him. They didn't put Vasilevsky in there unless he got hurt, which when he did get hurt, but I mean, it was a blessing for us. Yeah, Ben Bishop did get hurt a lot, but I mean, he got he, everywhere he goes. But it's just, they always make mistakes. It happens, and I just, I think, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like they're just being too cautious with Mark Andre Fleury. So, and it's I've always so- said, if you have two goalies, you have no goalies. It all, I don't. I just think the coach doesn't believe in in Flurry anymore. That's why he keeps going back to Leonard. Yeah. And he's and the problem is the 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 coach knows, you know. Once Flurry plays well, he's got to put you know. If Leonard sucks and Flurry plays well, he's got to put him in. And Flurry took the job. I mean, Flurry's a Vezina finalist this year for God's sakes. I know yeah. that's what's even crazy. He's one of the top three goalies, and they're contemplating keeping him in. I mean. I, does that come down to like maybe bad coaching at that point? Like, That's how is this said. even a question? Well, did yeah. the, the Vegas the Vegas coach had uh, he got like uh, tested positive for COVID too? So if I'm not so mistaken, maybe, so, maybe, his, so. maybe his decisions was, are off because of COVID. That was <laughs> Montreal's What's that? That was Montreal's coach. Well, okay, see, I I, I try to give him an out, and it was the Montreal coach. So. <laughs> wrong out. <laughs> Uh, well, that, that's uh, that's a pretty big one. All right, so last question of the night before we go. Um, besides goalies, game seven tomorrow, who's the star of the game? Devin, start off. Uh, star of the game tomorrow. Number one star. Uh, Vasilevsky. He's going to make 30 saves. Outside he's of the not, goalies. 
Oh, outside of the goalie. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, Vasilevsky, he's gonna make 30 saves. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, McDonough, actually, I'm gonna think McDonough. I think he's been in this game. He's been in this game before, plenty of times. He's done it with the Rangers multiple times. Uh, if you remember, he goes back to he's he's played in some tough game sevens uh, against the against the Kings and the Rangers. I guess obviously against Tampa uh, the following year. Um, obviously in Tampa with a couple couple teams here. So this is the first this is the first big test. Um, I'm, I'm, like of this this quote you know championship team because i mean yeah we could say oh yeah two two but they 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 never went to a game seven last year they so haven't been tested in a while yeah i, I mean they okay. were tested we saw the last time that they were everyone said oh this is going to be the game that's going to test them they came out and scored eight goals <laughs> like so um i don't expect that to happen but like i said i think mcdonald's going to be the guy that's going to make an impact i don't think he'll score but i think he'll make a big enough impact because he's he's really good at blocking shots and he's going to be need the, need the one. You know, I mean, when Barzell's out there, he's usually out there with Barzell. So, okay, nice. All right, Joe, who do you, who's the star of the game tomorrow? I got Yanni Gord. Yeah, I, th- I think he's going to score the game-winning goal, and I think he gets a. I think he also gets a Gordy Howe hat trick. I like it. Wow. What, think, what is a Gordy Howe hat trick? Just so everyone well, knows what a Gordy Howe hat trick is. So Gordy Howe hat trick is a goal, an assist, and a fight. Okay, threw me off. I was like, "Yeah, I didn't know what a Gordie Howe hat trick was." So I'm, I'm glad you explained that because I thought he was getting three goals. I was like, "He's getting all three? No, he gets an assist on the second goal. I think he gets a fight in the second period." Okay, I like nice. it. That's that's a pretty good. I, I'm I'm cool with that hat trick as well. So, um, all right. Well, I, I love the inside guys. Thank you so much for everything. Uh, we really appreciate it. Appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, go see us at unassistedsports.com, and you'll see us on Unassisted Slapshot every Monday night. Uh, really appreciate it, and hope you all uh, come back and see us next week. Peace.